0: Hello, Chepitos. Welcome to the second episode of the Shepcast. I'm your co-host, Gabriel Bermudez. And I'm your other co-host, Joel Aloma. And for today's episode, we have a nice little spin-off where we'll be listening to some crazy and funny stories by three amazing Chepitos. Let's give some time to let the speakers introduce themselves. Hello, I'm Franco Nazarian. I'm this year's VP internal.
1: Hi, I'm Bianca. I'm environmental engineering, in the second year. Hi, and I'm Sophie Serna. I'm a third year and I'm your VP marketing for this year.
0: All right, and before we get into it, we just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to come in today. And all right, the floor is all yours. Who wants to get the ball rolling?
1: So I can go first. So, kind of my crazy story has to do with my internship this past summer. So, basically, I was working down in South Florida, um, and it was just me and another guy intern for just like the region of South Florida. So they had two main projects going on, one between like Miami Dade and like Broward counties, and then the other one was like in the middle of the Everglades. So I was assigned to the Broward Miami Dade projects. um, But my manager wanted me to switch with the other um, intern for one week, like halfway throughout the internship, just so I can like see what he was doing and he could see what I was doing. So, when he starts telling me about this, I asked for the location, mm-hmm. and when he sends me the location, like the the directions, it is literally a longitude and latitude oh. coordinate. <laughs> and if you don't know about the Everglades, um, once you get past a certain point, like it's literally just swamp. Like it's just like barren land, the Everglades, like crocodiles, wherever you go. So I was definitely scared. Um, so, but you know, like it's work, people were out there and like, I gotta go. So. I have to go one Monday morning, and I take my mom's car, you know, I leave super early, I put in gas, and I start going over. And, you know, at the end of the day, it do be, like, coordinates, so there's not, like, a clear path <laughs> as to where I have to go. So now, I start going, and, like, I, it's all good, and at one point, it's telling me to get off of the highway. So I start getting off, and there's, like, this little, like, bridge that goes onto a dirt road, and I'm like, okay. Vibes. It looks like a clear path from here, so I get off the little dirt road, and like not even like a couple feet down this dirt road, which is still parallel to the highway, there's a closed gate, and it has like a lock and everything. And I'm like, okay, like how am I supposed to get past this gate? Like I have to keep on going, like past this area. So I'm, I wait there for like a couple minutes. Like what? What do I do? Whatever, whatever. And then this white truck pulls up. They ask me like, oh, like do you have to go through? And I'm like, yeah, like I'm going to this work site. And he's like, no problem. So he opens up the gate for me, and I'm like, listo, chilling. Like I'm good to go. Like I, I will get to my destination just fine. So I start going, and I keep on following the GPS, and it's taking me just down dirt road, and I just go down dirt road into the Everglades. I can no longer see the highway <laughs> for like good, like eight, ten minutes, just dirt road, and like I don't see anything around me, just just me in the road, and I get to another locked gate, and the guy in the truck like is just like no longer there, like he he went off into wherever he wanted to go, so I kind of like start looking at the GPS, like where else can I go? The GPS shows me nothing. Like I'm currently a blue dot in the middle of absolutely nowhere. (laughs) I have like one bar of signal and I kind of start freaking out. I'm like, I'm gonna be late, like I'm gonna be late. Like it's my first job and here like at the site. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go back where I came from, like maybe there's another way, like going back to the highway. So I drive back the eight, 10 minutes from where I came from. I get to the first original gate, it's locked. No. So it's locked, so I can't get back on the highway. I start looking around for the guy in the white truck, and I cannot find him. So currently, I am stuck between two closed gates on a dirt road in the middle of the Everglades with one bar of signal. And I'm like, what the heck do I do? So from the first gate, you could either turn left, which is where I went originally, or you could keep on going straight parallel to the highway. I'm like, okay, there has to be another little bridge gate to get back on the highway if I just keep on going straight. I'm like bet. I go straight for like 15 minutes and I find another little bridge door. It is locked oh as well. God. So I have been out in like this barren land for approximately like an hour now. And I start freaking out because like I had like, you know, a little bit of hope. Like, okay, like down this little dirt road, there's going to be something. <laughs> and then I realize I am stuck in between three locked gates in the middle of the Everglades without barely any signal. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? So I call my manager, like super like up and up, and I'm kind of like, hey Tim, <laughs> hi, how you doing <laughs> babes? And I hate, I hate to tell you this, but I am lost. I don't know. And he's like, okay, let me contact the manager at the site to see like if he can go pick you up and take you. I'm like, okay, perfect. So I'm just waiting in my car, near the first <laughs> locked gate, just watching TikToks, pretending like nothing is happening and it's one all good, bar. One <laughs> <bar>. <laughs> with one bar. They, they barely be loading and everything. Um, and I get a random call, so I pick up, of course, and it's the manager from the site, and he's like, hey, like, ta-ta-ta, and I'm like, hey, like, I just have no idea where I am, like, can you direct me, and he's like, so, um." None of the employees that work here go through the route that you come through. Because all of our employees come from West Palm Beach and I'm coming down from like Fort Lauderdale, like more west of Broward County, which is basically left and up and everyone comes from West Palm Beach, like left and down. So no one takes the route that I take. So no one knows where the heck I am. No one knows where the heck I am. So I start freaking out at this point. I'm kind of just like, I'm stuck. Like what do I do? I didn't bring any food. Um, like I'm just here like I do not know what's going on so I kind of start freaking out But I'm like I can't tell my mom like I cannot no. tell my mom because my mom's <laughs> gonna freak out Like she's gonna have she's gonna come here with the other car and like what are we gonna do? Like gonna she bring flyers? No, <laughs> so I'm like okay. I'm not gonna tell my mom So I started just texting my friends at this point. I'm like hey, you know funny story Like I'm stuck between these gates like it's just me and like a vulture hanging out out and about um, And I the guy calls me back and he's like hey give me a description as to like where you are like What do you see? And I'm like, babes, (laughs) I see sawgrass, Sawgrass, (laughs) birds, and some water. And he's like, okay, let me try my best to find you. (laughs) Like, okay, babes. So then I'm literally just chilling there, like, in front of the second gate, just looking off to the horizon. I decide to get down, walk around. I see, like, giant turtles and stuff. And I'm like, bye. Um, And it's been, like, two hours now. Two hours where I'm just out here in the streets terrified, and he gives me a call, and he's like, so I don't know where you are, Um, go back to the first gate, and try to figure something out, I'm like, babes, I know it's gonna be locked, so I go back, and indeed it's locked, and I'm just kind of sitting there, and I'm like, hey, can you just please come pick me up, like, I just don't know what's going on, and he's like, I'm gonna try my best, but I can't promise anything, and I'm like, oh Oh my god, God. and like, at this point, like, I could tell he was starting to get annoyed with me, because like, I was kind of just like, like, you know when you can tell in someone's tone of voice that they're just like annoyed yeah. with you? Yeah. I started getting those, guys, so, and see my eyes, so like I just felt horrible, cause I'm like, I'm taking time out of this guy's like work time, like the project, so like, everything like that. So once again, I'm just chilling there. I should've made a TikTok, that would've been funny. <laughs> I'm just chilling there texting like loose and melody, and I'm like, you won't believe what's going on, babes. So then, nah, I just keep on going back up and down these dirt roads and like, nah. And then I see the guy with the white truck. And I'm like my savior. So I start driving up towards him and I'm like, hey, look, I'm lost. Like, whatever, whatever. And he's like, okay, go through here, because that's like the nearest water treatment plant that we have. It's probably not the one that you're working on, but like it'll be some landmark for them to find. You're like, perfect, thank you so much. That, That he gives me his number. So I go to that like designated location. And I just look around, like, is there another way out? Like, whatever. Nah, 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 nah. Like, it's just like the dirt road that I'm freaking on. The guy, the manager calls me and he's like, hey. Are you at a water treatment plant and i'm like yes he's like what number and i'm like whatever number it might be okay i know where that one is i'm on my way to pick you up it's been three hours now since i've been stuck on this dirt road he comes and i see him at a distance but it's like across like you know dirt paths like and there's like water and i'm like how do i get to you and he's like i'll let you know 30 minutes go by and like i just see this man going back and forth like on the dirt roads like trying to find a way to get across to me and I'm kind of just sitting. there like, I'm gonna die, like, get, <laughs> like, I'm just so like embarrassed at this point. And then he comes. He picks me up. Um, he gets there and he's like, Oh my god! Like, we found this little bridge. Like, I'll be right there. It's like four hours at this point. He finally comes. He comes. He finds me, and I'm like, I'm so so sorry. Like, you know, like, you know, tomorrow I'll come in another way. And he's like, Don't worry about it. He made me feel like good about it. But I could tell, I could tell. like, I could tell he was still annoyed. So. I was, just, I was just so embarrassed, cause like it was just like my first day. And see myself, like the other intern is a guy. So I, I started feeling like, oh, they probably oh, yeah. think I'm dumb. Like, yeah. cause I'm a, you know, like all that stuff. And then at that point I called my mom. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm in safety now. Like I'm going to the site and I call her and I'm like, mom, so I don't know how to tell you this, but I've been lost in the middle of the Everglades for like the past four hours. <laughs> What? Like, what do you mean? And you didn't call me, like all this stuff. She's just yelling at me through the phone, of course, like concerned for me. And I'm like, Mama, it's fine. Like that, then she's like, did you put gas? And I'm like, thank God I put gas. Cause if I had when I put gas in the car, I would have ran out of gas. And no, I just went on the job site. They showed me around. Um, and like, I took notes of, like how to get back that, the same day. So I go back through the dirt roads that I came through. I go home. Um, but I never had to go back again because apparently there was a COVID outbreak mm-hmm. at that site. So I never had to go back to that site ever again. So God. lucky you. I mean, lucky me because I never had to go back. But long story short, I was like literally just stranded, not knowing what to do for like four hours in the middle of our police. So, yeah, that was one of the days of my internship. <laughs> Wait, that was one of the days or the first day? One of the days. Just like, oh, it was, thank day. God it wasn't the first day. Oh, my God, I would have died. No, it was like mid-July probably. But yeah. So wait, the other days before, like you had gotten there fine. So the other days before, is I didn't. I never had to go to that site because I was always working in Broward or my Miami Dade counties. So I would just go out to like Pembroke or like highly, like you know, just random like water treatment plants, like wherever in the county. So it was always like civilization. Gotcha. This was the first time I had to go like to the wilderness okay. to go do a project over there. But, but so, what yeah. went wrong,
2: though? How? What happened? No,
1: it's just that, like, of course, like there was no established road for me to get there from the way that I was coming in because as the guy said like everyone came in from another way from like up north so there was just like no like good good path for me to go through so yeah and no one no one decided to tell me that that like everyone came in from the north (laughs) no because like if they would have told me like oh hey like everyone comes in through the north like go go a little up and then come back down and be like cool as long as it gets me there safely you know what I mean um but yeah, I still build those hours. You best believe I, w- I got paid for being stranded out there for a <laughs> body. Uh, so yeah. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, let's get into the next person. The next crazy story. Hello. Okay. So,
2: have any of you guys lived on campus? Yes. I have, I so have. where where'd you live? So <laughs> like I lived in Tolbert. Tolbert. So that's near. That's like near the stadium. Is that like traditional? Yeah. Okay. Have you lived on, on campus? All campus. Oh, campus. Whoa, fancy. Have you guys lived on
1: campus? Uh, yeah, I'm in Thomas right now, which is like Murphy area. Okay. Is it oh my god, okay.
2: Uh have you have you lived I on have campus? I've not lived
1: on campus, no.
2: Okay, well, um, so I lived in Rollins Hall and it's in the Broward area, so it's like super central to campus. It's near Marston. The pod market there is the best. It's open till midnight. It saved my life like a thousand times. Um and you know, on paper, it seems super cute you know, traditional, it's like the cheapest option, you know, you save money, it's like walking distance from everything, and also this was my freshman year, where everything was COVID, everything was online, so I just wasn't expecting what the conditions were actually like, so fun fact, I'm pretty sure that Rawlings is like one of the oldest. No, yeah,
1: I've seen pictures, I've seen seen videos too, It's like really bad, really bad, yeah.
2: Perfect. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So, like, just, like, to give you guys... Let me set the scene. So, it's freezing cold in there all the time because they tell you you have to put the AC at the highest setting, like, the coldest setting, basically. And one of my friends that I met there was like, nah, I'll put it. I I don't want to be cold. (laughs) And he, like, set it, like, one setting below the recommended and his walls start to sweat. (gasps) Like, literally wet. (laughs) And because of the humidity... And so he got mold on, like, everything. Oh. <laughs> so I was afraid. So I kept it super cold the whole time. It was so bad. Like, if I filmed, like, a video, like, on Snap, you could hear the AC. Like, it was just, it was freezing. What Whatever. What the temperature? I, I don't have a thermometer. <laughs> okay. Oh,
0: did they didn't tell you? It's it wasn't, like, like, a thermostat? No, it's just, oh. like, one through seven.
2: yeah Mm -hmm. i feel like they do that on purpose though because it's it was crazy cold okay
0: it was seven degrees
2: (laughs) no i would not be surprised it starts snowing but (laughs) um so it's a traditional style right so you know there's like 40 girls on one side and like also it's near sorority row so like everyone there was like always like you know on game days it was even though this was covid like everyone was always like active and like The bathrooms were like, that's where the drama happened and I happened to live right across the bathroom, okay? So, you know, just like, um, it was just not the cleanest conditions. Like people were just so gross and I was like, I hate here, but whatever. The main like crazy story, the one that I like to tell a lot, is when I discovered like the most disgusting bathroom on campus ever possible, like ever. So, um, the bathroom has like, you know, the regular stalls like and the showers. And there was, like, a supply closet, and I wanted to steal some paper towels because... (laughs) 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 You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, so I noticed that, like, the custodian lady left it open. So I opened the door, and what do I see? I'll show you guys a video, and then, like, I'll describe it on the Hmm. audio. Um,
0: Oh, oh my God. (laughs) What? That is disgusting
2: yeah yeah no oh so my what, what God. If, uh, i'll describe to the There's a little,
0: little <laughs> ventilation window into the wall yeah. no, oh, that no. was way worse yeah. than i would have expected <laughs>
2: i'll describe to the viewers so yeah. basically you open the door and there's like a bathtub full of just dirt just disgusting dirt there's like five dead cockroaches there's a hole in the wall not like the game show but just you know uh, <laughs>
0: this hole is like big enough to be a window yeah dude what that <laughs> so is
2: crazy. i almost have like seven panic attacks because I was like what is this like why is this here like why did I have to open this and then I like so I immediately call my roommate I'm like Mar- Marissa like come here like you have to see this so I show her same re- reaction she's like what the heck is this and then you know since a traditional style everyone kind of keeps like walking by and, and I just like random girls I've never met before in my life I'm like y'all come see this right at one point there's like 15 of us trying to investigate this room but none of us are like want to go inside because obviously it's gross um so I'm the one I decide to take the trek inside so I wanted to know what was down this like hole like what's what is in here and I like use my phone to like take a photo and we look at the like the photo it's obviously just like pipes and stuff but on the wall it says like Larry and we're like Who's Larry? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're all just making jokes like, oh, who's the ghost? You know, we just opened Pandora's <laughs> box. Like, it's okay. It's <laughs> so, um, I just... The first thing also that comes to mind is like, oh, I have to submit this to Barstool. Of course. Mm-hmm. And it gets posted. So, if you guys scroll back, this is like February 2021. You'll see my video. But...
0: it's old. It's old. <laughs> it's
2: old. But... Um, It made it there. got some likes. But what was even funnier is that everyone was kind of reading in the comments or, like, saying in the comments that there's one of these haunted bathrooms on every floor of Rollings. Every single floor has one. Because the comments were like, LOL, the fourth floor has this too. And I was like, girl, I'm on the second floor. Like, what is this? (laughs) So um, if you thought that was gross, this was actually related to Shep. So during my FLP year, I decided to do, like, a hybrid event for like, our FLP like event planning part of the program, program? thank you. Um, so <laughs> mine was like a wellness event, we were doing like arts and crafts, and it was like origami, it was wholesome, and we we're gonna do it in the Broward Parking Garage. So I live right next to that. So that day, I was actually wearing that rain jacket, really bright blue rain jacket, my favorite, and I'm, like, stressing out that day because I have to gather all the supplies and, like, coordinate with my members. So you're already top-tier stress, right? I'm there with my roommate. I – it was a rainy day, just like today. And (laughs) it was really humid. And I am, like, picking up something. And I feel like a slight boop on my arm. And I'm, like, I already know what this is. All right, and I I just look. (laughs) Is that (laughs) cockroach? Like, the size of, like – The palm of my hand. On my arm. So I'm, like, inches away from death, right? Staring at it in my face. Oh, my God. And, like, my roommate, right? She's standing in the room, of course. And she's terrified of cockroaches. So she abandons me, obviously. She runs away. (laughs) So I'm like, thanks, Um, I don't know. I went to, like, fight or flight mode. And I kind of just, like, ran to the bathroom, because I live right in front of it. And grabbed a piece of toilet paper, flushed it down. And then I, like, I was, like... I don't know why. Like, I, I would have never done that. But I was, like, I, I was so scared that it would just, like, crawl up my arm and then just, like, go on my jacket or whatever. Like, I would, let you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
2: what else happened? Oh, this was not the only cockroach story. Um, oh, my God. No, there's more. <laughs> um, we were, like, packing up to go to winter break, and my roommate left, like, her entire suitcase, like, open on her bed. And I'm taking a <laughs> nap. In the frigid cold so i have like 12 blankets right finally cozy and i kind of see my peripheral vision a little black dot up the wall i was like god why me just (laughs) go
0: back to sleep no
2: no, because i was scared that it was gonna fall on me again (laughs) so what happened actually is just it fell on her suitcase I never told um. her. So Marissa, oh, no. Marissa, if you're watching, <laughs> hearing this, there was copyright suitcase. I'm sorry. I didn't tell you because I knew that you would just have to disinfect your entire closet. But no, just like they would crawl under the door because they would come from the bathroom, basically, which I live right in front of. And <laughs> my roommate this time, she bought Raid. But she still, with the Raid, didn't want to kill it. So I had to be the woman to to woman up (laughs) and kill them and so it'd be funny because it's like the whole floor like all of a sudden is like interested in what you're doing so one time the cockroach was in our room and it went under the door and I opened the door two of my friends are walking out of the kitchen they see the cockroach they scream (laughs) I walk out with Raid and, like, I, like, chased the cockroach, like, down the hall, spraying it with Raid. And so it's just, like, a trail of poison down the <laughs> hall. <laughs> Wait, what's Raid? It's, like, a... Oh. Yeah. yeah. But it's, like, mm. it's just poison,
0: basically. What can you stomp on it?
2: Because, actually, let me tell you why you can't stomp on it. If the cockroach... This is, like, a little gross. Oh, so they smell you- bad,
0: right? What? They smell better? No,
2: bad. probably, but, like, if you stomp on it, you can, like, s- squeeze out the eggs. Oh and then God. more... Like, you're just, like... Allowing it to continue. You stomp
0: on it, then you light it on fire. What? I don't know about that. <laughs> if you stomp on it, they can still... Like, <laughs> the eggs are still alive. Do what?
2: Yeah, they're insane. So I just flush them down. With, and Or kill them with raid.
1: And how many flush times them down. I stomped on a
2: roach? Well, you know how many roaches you've created? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From that... No, I don't know. My grandma know. just said that. I trust my grandma, so... I just flush them down. Maybe it's more humane. I don't care. But whatever. Yeah. So, so, yeah... Rollings is gross. They're going to destroy it soon, so hopefully
0: you guys never get to experience that. <laughs> All right, awesome. Thank you so much. And now, last but not least, let's get ready to hear the last funny and crazy story. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Franco. And my story is going to be about my internship last summer. It was in a very, very, very small town in Nebraska. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I was working in a manufacturing plant, for operations and honestly when i got there i had no clue what operations was and i was there i was their first engineering intern so i get there i say hi to everyone it was like a plan of like a thousand people so like 10 percent of the town um <laughs> and they asked me like when i get there they asked me so what do you want to do and i'm like um so I know how to like analyze data. I have a little experience programming. They were like, oh, we don't do that in this department. I was like, oh, OK, what do you guys do in this department? There you go. Like, oh, we analyze the process, and then we like see what to cut out and stuff. And I was like, OK, I'll do that. Um, so they assigned me a line. And for my entire stay there, I was just like timing the line and like seeing what felt kind of redundant in cutting stuff out. Um, but uh, about halfway through my manager got a like a job at a different company. So um, I contacted the, like the intern manager. I don't know how that's called. Um, And then I receive an email back from the person saying, oh yeah, this person is working now at a different company. And I was like, oh, so who can I get in contact with to like, know how my internship's gonna keep going on. They were like, oh, talk to your manager. And I was like, my manager's gone. And they're like, oh, well, we'll let you know. Never again heard from them. So I just kind of got in contact with like the head of the department. And i never met that person ever for all the time that I was there. And they kind of like became my buddy Mm -hmm. at that time. Um, So I just continued my project, whatever um it was kind of boring but uh at the end i go and i like present my do my presentation with my slides to like the head of the department and like all the people that worked on the line and the managers of the line everyone and then when i finish i'm like yeah that was my presentation do you guys have any questions um do you want me to explain anything and it was just silence (laughs) and i was like okay um so I had three weeks left, and I was like, um, so you guys can start, like, working on implementing these changes, and I'll be there to see how it works out so I can see how my work works out. And they are yeah. like, oh, but we're not doing that um, machine anymore. And I was like, okay. Um, then why did you need me to change the process? And they were like, oh, we don't know. The manager just made you do it. And I was like, Bro. what? So that entire time, I analyzed how much it was, like, nine weeks I was just analyzing that process and they didn't use that information for anything that was heartbreaking and And then my last last three weeks they
1: they never told you why you were working on it
0: no they just told me make it better basically like that's the simplified version um and I made it better (laughs) and then they didn't use it and those last three weeks they just made me make google documents of like with pictures of the the line so that was kind of sad Um, Something that I vividly, vividly remember, it's kind of, it didn't bother me. What made me uncomfortable was, like, the awkward silences that happened throughout. (laughs) So one day I get to work. Everything's normal. I go into my computer, sign in, um, put in all the information, and then I head to the the line. And when I'm in the line, whatever, we get, like, a 15-minute break after four hours. So then I take my break over there with, like, the people from the line and stuff. Then at the end of the day, I come back. And I see a stack of like pizza boxes. It was like a stack of like ten boxes. And I was like, Oh, cool, you guys eating pizza? And they were like, Oh no, we had a department pizza party. I was like, no, Oh. They left you
2: out?
1: Yeah. No. And I was
0: like no. And I was like, Oh, cool. And they are like, Yeah.
1: That's
0: fake. And then they just got back to work and I was like, Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: That's so mean. Yeah. Oh my god. Sad times. You haven't gone back, right? You you never went back to
0: mm, No. Did you even like apply again? No. <laughs> okay. Good. That's, good. That's good. Yeah, no. At least they paid you, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's But it was It was learned a lot. Um, also learned that I just, I am more, uh, what's it called, We're, like picky with what I want to do and where I want to live. Right. So it was very helpful.
1: So you said you lived in like a super small town. Very small. What the heck did you do all summer?
0: <laughs> so... I went I got into work at six thirty AM. Oh my god. Until two thirty in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then I would go to the gym from three to five PM, then get home, make dinner and lunch for the next day, and go to sleep.
2: No. <laughs> he did <that> all summer? <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. And then weekends I would just play video games or maybe go to the pool. But that was Pretty much it because the nearest big city was like three and a half four hours away Jesus. Yeah. so i went to a zoo at that city once and then it was like the <laughs> <laughs> what why mean, yeah, yeah. Um, but that like i don't i didn't even plan this but like the weekend i went like the college world series was happening oh, at wow. that same city okay. and the um, also that the olympics like the qualifications uh-huh. yeah. were also happening uh-huh. that oh, same wow. day so, okay. Okay. so I went to the zoo then after that we tailgated for the World Series and then we went to watch people swim wow. <laughs> yeah. Hi.
1: Yeah. how many other interns were in your office
0: there were so it was me and two others um, they were in a different department and one of them was not very like we didn't connect mm-hmm. So I just kind of stayed away, and then <laughs> the other person was kind of old, so they did they like went to a bar every day mm-hmm. after work, yeah. and I couldn't do that, so I just <laughs> went to the gym. Yeah,
1: gotcha. Yeah. Wholesome activities. I know.
0: All right, awesome, and once again, thank you for your time. Uh, it was a pleasure having you guys on the podcast, and for you shipitos that are listening at home, make sure to be on the lookout for our next episode. <laughs>